Hey, Victoria, I am so glad that you're here. And uh, I'm sure that your point of view when it comes to uh, money, when it comes to abundance, is going to inspire uh, all of the women that are at this event. But first, before we jump into that, please tell us a little bit about you. Okay, thanks so much. And thanks for having me. I always love sharing about this kind of thing. So I'm an intuitive counselor and coach, and my story and my work is about helping people in all the ways that they need to connect with their own inner wisdom, their own intuition, and also just connect with the abundance of your soul and your spirit. And so many of us lead with our brains and we're thinking, 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 thinking through everything. And, you know, my story is when I learned to stop doing that and I learned to trust my gut more and I learned to trust life a little bit more, things started to get a lot more easy and a lot more comfortable for me. And then when I had to make a decision or take a step or had a struggle in my life, rather than trying to power through with my mind, I learned to listen to my inner wisdom. And so that's, that's really what I help other people to do as well. That's great. So tell us, uh, you know, take us through that trajectory when you were not a, when you were not doing that, how was your life? What is your story before that? And then take us to that trajectory all the way to where you are right now. Absolutely. So for me, intuition has always been something that I've had, you know, pretty strongly, but I didn't have a frame of reference for understanding what it was. So I can look back at my life and I always knew a couple of things. Number one, when something really great happened to me, right? If I got into a graduate program, if I, I got a fancy internship, like pretty much anything cool that ever happened to me in my life always seemed to sort of just drop into my lap by fate. I'm a very hard worker and uh, have had a lot of challenges in my life. And I have a really strong, dedicated work ethic. But what I realized is the really big things, the big connections, the people that came into my life, the really exciting things that happened, and the ones that really landed in a really good and positive way for me, always seemed to just happen magically. And I think that was because in some deeper level, I had this understanding that when we flow with life, life works for us. But it didn't really have that mentally yet. And the intuition piece, I've just always known things. I've always been one of those people that just knew stuff. I didn't know how I knew it. People would be very impressed that I knew it. Um, but I didn't know that was my intuition. I just thought that was just me and what, and it is, but I didn't know what it was called. And so my story was, I I've always been fascinated by the mind, the brain, how people think, how we reason, and those big philosophical questions to like, what's consciousness, you know, the mind body problem, really big stuff. And I've been interested in that since I was in middle school. So a really long time. And because of that, I ended up pursuing my PhD in cognitive psychology. I went to an Ivy league. I was all in, and I got to the end of that journey. And I realized that the passion was gone and that the scientific method, and I'm not against science. I am a former scientist, but, but something was missing and I didn't know what it was but my passion was gone. I didn't love what I was doing anymore. And so I took some time off to raise my family. And when I did that, you know, being a mom brought up a lot of stuff for me, as it does for many people. It brought up a lot of issues of how I was parented. It, it brought up struggles of, I want to be the best mom I can be. And I don't always like how I'm showing up right now. And so I'd started to do a lot of inner work. And as I did that work, I was so blessed to come in contact with a lot of people that were out of the box. 
So medical intuitives and psychic healers and astrologers and things that my left brain Princeton trained mind maybe would not have, you know, considered before, but because I was in this state of crisis and wanting so much to help my kids, I was willing to try anything. And I did. And the consistent message, and first of all, it was helping and it was working. So there was that, but I also kept getting this consistent message, right? That Victoria, you're so intuitive. You need to do something with this intuition that you have. And so it took a while, maybe like three, four years of hearing the message again and again, and feeling like there was something I was supposed to be doing to get back on that career path. And I didn't know what it was. And finally, I started to listen. And when I developed my intuition, everything changed and it changed for the better. And it changed very quickly. And I started to sort of flow with life rather than as many of us do fight against it. So how, and, how did it change? How did your uh, life change? Um, in every possible respect, I was easier going. I was less worried and anxious. I was able to make decisions with more ease, joy, and grace. I started to more and more find the opportunities, the next steps flowing into my life easily and effortlessly. Um, I started to, you know, fill up. I, I went back to school to get a master's in counseling because I realized that the way that my intuition worked and the gift that I had was that I would get information for people. I would get what their limiting beliefs were. I would get where their childhood trauma that was causing their current issue was. I would get a lot of information like that just, just by tuning into their energy. And because I was getting that kind of information and because I already had a PhD in psychology, for me, I felt like I wanted to ground it in some kind of training. So I went back and I got a master's of counseling and I'm licensed professional counselor in the state of Connecticut, although I practice all over the country doing more intuitive based coaching work. And, uh, and so my intuition guided me at every step on that path. Every choice that I made, every step that I took was guided by my intuition. And for the most part, they all turned out really, really well. How it has changed your life. You know, I wouldn't say my life was, again, was miserable to begin with, but um, it's just things are easier now. And, you know, I don't stress, sweat the small stuff. And I have a deep faith and trust that life is working in my favor. And I think when we believe that, when we feel into that, it does. And then in the moments when you feel like, I want this. I want that. Why isn't this not working? Why is that not working? You can kind of take that deep breath and go, it is, it will, and move with the flow of life. And then things start moving again and they move in the most desirable direction. Cause sometimes our mind thinks we want something and our mind will focus on how to make that happen. And you're just like, it's like you're climbing the wall and your fingernails are like, you know, bloody because you keep sliding down. And sometimes what you need to learn to do is just surrender. And oftentimes you find the way around or the wall falls down or you find your wings or you just turn around and realize that you've been walking against a wall and the path is in the other direction. Right. And so I think intuition really helps us to do that because our mind tends to create those walls. Yeah. And then we just keep throwing bricks at it, you know, not realizing that there's another way. So I am uh, an intuitive financial coach, as I told you before. So yes, I am. I do listen to my intuition a lot. And I have been able to help a lot of my clients through that intuition. So since we're talking about, you know, like there's a lot of women in the audience that are struggling and are struggling with money. And yeah. they're like, like they are like in this hustle, constant hustle all the time on trying to, um, 
you know, become financially fit and, and get out of the rat race, etc. So using your craft, you know, what you do with your intuition, how, how do you feel that we can help our audience when it comes to this, when, when it comes to money? Absolutely. That's a great question. And, you know, I think we all have struggles in life and we all come into this human journey with different things that we want to work on. And for some people that is abundance. And sometimes that abundance is often what we think of as money. And I think of abundance as, you know, living a full and complete life and recognizing that there's enough of whatever you need will always flow for you. If you just get out of the way and let that happen, sometimes that's money. Sometimes, you know, I know people that have very little in their bank account and live very full and abundant lives because they recognize that I don't need this many dollars to have what I want. Things just flow towards them. So I don't always equate abundance with money. However, you know, in, in our world, we often do, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be financially secure and stable. It's a very good goal. And I think well, a lot of thing- people, they want to be more abundance because they know that the more money they have, the more, the more they can help other people, the more they can actually change the world, right? For the better, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And there's many ways to do that. And one of them is definitely to flow into having more money. And again, I'm not against it at all. I think that you should really have whatever your heart desires and that, you know, bringing things in joy and, and experiences and stuff into our lives. It's, you know, money is freedom, money is flow, money is energy. And, you know, wherever we're blocked, if it's money, if it's something else, like we are blocked from experiencing the joy in life. But I would say too, a lot of us get fixated on money and we get fixated on whatever we think the problem is. And the thing is, is that the way life works is that when you are fixated on a problem, When all of your energy, emotion, and attention is like, I feel poor, I feel blocked, I feel overworked, this is, you know, I feel like I can never get there. Life tends to support you in that belief and in that experience. And so sometimes it's really important when you get stuck like that, right? Rather than trying to fix yourself or the situation, which can sometimes be, you know, helpful to some extent. But when you get stuck like that, I really recommend you take a step back. And you start to pay attention to instead where the money or abundance or joy is flowing in your life. And so oftentimes, right, we can notice the penny on the sidewalk. We can notice the the bonus that we got, even if it wasn't what you thought. We can notice the person that gives, you know, pays, uh, pays for our coffee at Starbucks. It can be something as small as that. It can be wow, this month I actually have the money to pay this bill. And last month I didn't. And maybe there's 10 more bills. I don't have the money to pay, but I'm going to focus on the one that I do, right? And when we start to focus on what's working, and by the way, if, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're like, there's no abundance money-wise in my life, then focus on where abundance is happening in your life because you can stream the energy from there too. So maybe you have amazing friendships, right? Maybe you live in a beautiful area. Maybe you like to go barefoot walking on the beach, right? Maybe you love to cuddle your pet and your pet gives you so much love and joy, right? So focus on the areas where you do feel abundant, where you do feel like the energy is flowing. And and then that will help it flow into the areas where it's not. Because when we focus on a problem, we tend to just send energy towards the problem, which tends to make it stronger, Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. So I know that you have a gift for the audience. Uh, What do you have for the audience today? Yay, I have my free quiz. What is your spiritual superpower? Oh, that's great. Yeah. And one of the 
um, one of the spiritual superpowers that people sometimes has have is the gift of manifestation. Because for some of us, it comes really, really easily. And for others, it seems more difficult, or at least in certain areas. But that's one of the gifts that people that's have great. naturally. That's, thank you yeah. so much. That's a great gift. And I want to ask you, um, I'm asking this to all the uh, the speakers. Do you Are you reading any book at the moment? Or do you have a book that you can recommend the audience? Um, the book I'm reading at the moment, because I'm starting a new book group. Um, and so we're starting with this book is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, which is okay. one of my favorite, favorite books. But my favorite book for abundance is actually uh, Tosha Silver's most recent book. It's not your money. It's not your money. Yeah, it's an I amazing, one. amazing one. Yes, so. I have it. That's great. All right. Perfect. Well, I really appreciate that you've been with us and make sure everybody to take advantage of the gift that Victoria has provided for us. And uh, again, thank you so much for being here and being part of Smart Women with Money. And uh, we're looking forward to hear a lot more. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. This no problem. Really fun. All right. So have a good day.